said Sunday I'm Advent, Year C. Let the spirit come down. Let the spirit come down. Let the spirit come down on me to change my life around. Let the spirit come down. Hello and welcome to the third Sunday in Advent. First reading is Zephaniah. The Lord will dance. The second reading, Philippians, the Lord is very near. And the Gospel from Luke, where we hear John declaring, Someone is coming, someone who is more powerful than I. The hymn links on with that, and it's Mike Anderson's Advent Prayer of Yearning, Come, Jesus, Come. And later on we will have a spiritual communion prayer. It's from Blessed Solanus, and it's read to us by Father Dan Crosby. Let's begin with our opening prayer from Father Don Gagan. Let us pray. Come, Holy Spirit, Creator blessed, and in our hearts and minds, in our souls and bodies, in our human spirits, take up your rest. Come with your grace and heavenly aid to transform our lives which you have made. Grant us, O Holy Spirit, your abundant gifts, especially that of contemplative life. Amen. Gaudate Sunday begins with the reading, Shout for Joy. Gaudate means rejoice, and we rejoice because John is announcing the good news that someone, Jesus, is about to be present in the world, and he will baptise with the Holy Spirit and fire. Imagine the scene as people flock out of Jerusalem to see John. The crowds are not going to the temple anymore to find God. Jerusalem is not a place of peace and justice. The Romans parade their pagan idols, even in the temple, and mock the chosen people. Annas and Caiaphas seem to be corrupt, and all in charge acts like henchmen. The people, and the tax collectors, and even the soldiers are looking for something different. They want a reason to rejoice. They want change. And so I ask John, what must we do? We presume these people have already been baptised in water by John and are now asking for clarification on how to show that they are willing to change their lives around. They want to be free from and different to their oppressors. If they carry on in the same way, they will become like them. So John tells them to do works of justice, share their clothing and food, don't misuse any powers like the henchmen, but be generous with the needy. They begin to wonder who John is, but he quickly directs them away from false impressions that he is the one to lead them to victory. John is the last of the great Old Testament style of prophet. Jesus honoured him by saying that he was the greatest of the prophets. We love him because he paved the way for Jesus. John recognised that the gift of the Holy Spirit is what makes the difference. I'm certain that in the silent nights of the deserts, 
when the crowds had gone, he found himself in the presence of God in that silence. The Holy Spirit is what connects the Father with the Son. The Holy Spirit is the essence of God. John was a witness to the one who would come and baptize with the Holy Spirit and fire. This was the good news he announced. This is the reason to rejoice. One definition of the work of the Holy Spirit I heard recently was from Father Barron from Word of Fire in his talks on spirituality in Advent. He said, Love is the willing of the good of the other. This is greater than the works of justice suggested to the tax collectors and soldiers because it's not just treating people fairly, but it's yearning for their good in the same way that God does. It's like being fired up for a cause. It's like the disciples on the road to Emmaus who said after walking with the risen Jesus, Did not our hearts burn? John is saying, Be joyful, it is not him who is the Christ. Because Jesus will come as bearer of the Holy Spirit and he will light a fire in people's hearts that no henchman will be able to extinguish. It's the fire of God's love. The winnowing process mentioned, it's an old agricultural procedure to help increase the quality of the grain before making flour for bread. It's a way of saying that the Holy Spirit will purify hearts to make the finest bread around top quality. All the good qualities that are needed will be given and increased by the Holy Spirit. And the obstacles to God's love, like the chaff, will be blown away, removed. Not simply by personal effort and acts of justice mentioned by John, but by the living presence of God in the hearts of his people. He will renew you by his love, is what Zephaniah says in the first reading. And St. Paul adds, that peace of God, which is so much greater than we can understand, will guard your hearts. The readings for Gaudati Sunday are telling us to continue our watchful preparation time, but in joyful hope and expectation. Like the people asking John, what must we do? We're told to allow the Holy Spirit to enter and dwell within and ponder on our own baptism and cry out, Jesus is Lord, our Father. And in the words of Veni Sancti Spiritus, Light immortal, light divine, fire of love our hearts refine, our inmost being fell. So
Before we listen to Blessed Father Solanus' spiritual communion prayer, let's try a simple centering technique. Find a few minutes of time for yourself in a special quiet place and be still. In the silence, keep your mind focused on one Advent phrase. Be with me, Holy Spirit. O come, O come, Emmanuel. Maranatha. If any other thoughts enter in, don't be annoyed. Just leave them alone and return to your Advent phrase. If a hoover starts, let it go. If any other noise creeps in, let it go. If you start thinking about Christmas shopping, let it go. Simply return to your Advent phrase. This is your invitation to God's will and permission for the Holy Spirit to be close to you today. Here is a one minute interval with bells to mark the beginning and end. You can pause the podcast if you want more time for centering. Please come to me in spiritual communion. Send your body and blood gushing through my veins. Send your love into my heart, my soul, my mind. Lift me up to your bosom and infuse me with your divine love. Amen. Spirit.